What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, where people freely speak their minds. I'm Caesar Walker, aka Mr. Cool Common Collective, and I'm Ronnie Gatry, better known as the Emotional One. <laughs> And uh, guys, we want to thank you for listening to us on our various platforms. Too many to name at this point because Gat's been working. Uh, but Gat, tell the listeners where you can find us. Okay. We'll start with my most preferred method, Instagram at The Tipping Point. That's T-H-A. And then Twitter also at The Tipping Point. That's T-H-A. And if you search Tipping Point on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, you'll find us. Dope. All right. Uh, well, that's all of our announcements. Yeah. Yeah, let's start the show. Okay. How, how was your spring break, Walker? I, don't I know have... you, took, uh, you took the week off. No. You went down to Panama City. No. You worked on your tan. Negative. Okay. Negative. <laughs> oh, you went over in no, that right. whole exchange. <laughs> Right, so I, I was back to the dugout. Yeah, there you go, there you go, with your bat. How was your week? Uh, it was interesting. Okay. Um, so Noah, my oldest son, was with my in-laws for his spring break, and put a, um, put a pin in that. Put okay. A, Noah was with his in-laws on spring break. Pin inserted. Okay. Um, before we get into our week, we hope everyone has had a great weekend. Uh, yeah. We have, hope you have a very prosperous week this week. Hope things are going well. Sure. Now, Gatry. <laughs> well played, by the way. Um, oh, it, it was weird. It was weird. I, I think I think I'm so used to having him there. When he's not there, it's just kind of like I don't really have the will to do anything responsible. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. You would think you would have it more with the the youngest. Yeah, and I mean he's there, but his needs are different, right? Right. And um. I don't know if I've shared this with you or our listeners. Like, I, I go to therapy. I go twice a month. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, so, so I had is it, it helping? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's there's a dark side to it because I have to come home and share everything, and that uh, usually ruffles feathers. But anyway, um, hmm. yeah, but it's 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 one of those things, Walker, to where you kind of you kind of have to. If you suppress it, if you unpack certain things, yeah. you have to. Now that it's out, you have to deal with it right. or do something. Right. With it. It, I mean, it's nothing bad. It's just like how I shape things. But anyway, um, I had a session on Friday. That's mm-hmm. that was why my texts were kind of delayed. But um, I was challenged to when when my oldest is away, find ways to keep that same sense of responsibility with everyone that's remaining in your household mm-hmm. because it's not fair that. I can come and be one thing when my oldest son is here and then decide I can vacate from that just because he's not here. It shows Interesting. W- what what was uncovered was it shows where my priorities are and where they need to be placed. Mm. So that was that was interesting for me to hear. Uh, and, and I was against it at first. It was very interesting. Yeah. But I was like, no, you know what? That brings up a good point. And here's the here's the backside of that. When I share this on a road trip yesterday, then it's like, oh yeah, you know, she's right because, da, 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 and so that that's the that's the conflicting part. Okay, but you. I just I anyway, I, I'm thankful for that. I'm a huge therapy advocate. is though. I'm, I'm yes, pr- let me man. let me just take time because I often remind you that you are trash. <laughs> let me big you up on that because Thanks, I think man. that's something that's very intimidating and something that a lot of people refuse to do. And I think for you to do that, 
is uh, very commendable. So big Thanks, ups man. to you on that. That's dope. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah, but no. other than that, I mean, the week was okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. how about you, dude? My week was good. It had its shares of highs and lows. Okay. Um, highs. I mean, just things good. Start at home. with the lows. Let's let's well, end on a good note. Well. I think the lows will take us to another because I did some reflecting as the week went on. Okay. So I'll um, let you use your own microphone. Don't let me try to steal it. Well, technically you do take it with you when we're, once we're done, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, last week, a person, I wouldn't say this person was close, close to me, but they were a friend of my, my parents Oh, okay. and church member. Um, they, they uh, were killed in a, in a car accident. Oh, um and you might have heard of it in the news. The barber? Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Walker. Yeah. Um what's even eerie about it is that I had just saw him hours before it happened. Oh. We were texting each other that morning cuz we you know, we served together. Um we were on the same team at church. He was a domer? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, by domer member of my church that has a dome. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> there are multiple domes. I've been. Are you finished? I'm done. Okay. I love your church, by the way. <laughs> but no, he he was killed, and it 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 was how I found out. Kind of like first off, my parents were. Remember a few weeks ago, I told you I went to New Orleans. Yeah. And I went to uh, see the Lakers and, and the Pelicans play. Right. Well, my parents went last week. Okay. Right? So, they went to go see that day on, it was a Sunday. Mm-hmm. They were watching the Rockets and the Pelicans. Oh, nice. Right? And so, I was telling them what to do, how to get to the, you know, arena and get there early and get up to the suite and stuff like that. Oh, you had to drop that in there, didn't you? Well... <laughs> We know y'all, y'all see how Walker rolls. <laughs> For the second time, are you finished? <laughs> no, but seriously, like, you know, I was giving them instructions. So my mom's sending me texts, you know, like photos of where they are nice. and having fun. So I'm like, good, have a good time going about my, my day. We're actually babysitting one of our friend's kids because they had to go to a wedding. Sure. So I get a call back from my mom. And my mom sounds like she's crying. So immediately I am like, I'm on alert mode. Like what is going on? Like, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. usually I'm like, where's dad? What's going on? Yeah. So my mom mentions the, 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 the person, the barber's name. And she's mentioned that him and his wife, cause his wife and my mom are good friends. Okay. Really good wow. friends. The barber and my dad are good friends. Yeah. My, my mom had walked off from my dad. So my dad didn't even know. Oh, right? So she told me what happened. And you know how you have an out-of-body experience when you hear stuff like that? It's sure. like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Not this guy. What are you telling me? Right? right? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, am I he- maybe my hearing just temporarily just went awry yeah. in this moment. Did you, are you telling me such and such is... I'm like, I just saw this person. So imagine for a day or so... Um, just being in shock, yeah. just being numb. Like I'm at work, and I'm just going through the motions. Yeah. Right? No one knows really what's up with me. I'm not in a foul mood or whatever, but I'm just different. You're just kind of yeah. yeah. You're just kind of yeah. there, existing. Yeah, in a sense, right. right? And so, um, his wife just recently got out of the hospital. She's been in the hospital all week no. with broken ribs. Yeah, it was bad. 
very bad. Um, so prayers, prayers to the the Tarver family. Um, yeah, is is just a terrible situation. You got something? I've got a few things to share about this man. Okay, okay. number one, it. when I found out, um, I felt guilty mm-hmm. because this happened on a Sunday, and we we recorded kind of later than we were than we wanted to, and I was rushing back home so that my wife could get to her Zumba Zumba class. Well, that accident happened on the exit that I take to get to our house. So traffic was bananas, right? Uh. And then then I remember getting so angry, like, and I remember saying out loud, why can't people just learn how to drive? And then I found out it's him, and I found out so many people in my circle are connected to him. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy on me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because um, at the time, I just thought, it was just a wreck. I didn't think fatality or anything like that. Right. But it was just like, man, but hey, we've got a mutual friend that was a customer of his, uh-huh. more than a customer. And he shared several stories on Facebook this week about the impact that this man had on him and his son. And if uh-huh. I, can I share one? Go for it. Because it, I, I, I teared up when I read it. But um, he was saying he took his son to get a haircut like they normally do, you know, bi-weekly or whatever. And um, it was late, and he goes to pay, and um, Mr. Tarver politely says, or politely asks, has your son had had dinner yet? Because it's later than normal that y'all are here. And he said, no, but we'll grab a burger on the way home, whatever. So he takes the same money that this man had just paid him, gives it back to him and says, go feed this boy, man. What are you doing? (laughs) But it just spoke about the character that this man has. Second thing... I saw something on the news. His daughter spoke to the news and her strength that she displayed in that interview and talking about not only how great of a person her dad was, but even sharing some stuff in his past that wasn't the best. Oh, yeah. So did you yeah. see that? Oh, I knew. I know about his story. But, dude, the story, the story in itself is incredible. Right. Because I love stories like that. Mm-hmm. But I could not stop thinking about the strength that her that his daughter displayed in presenting that interview you would think she would be in pieces the guy you're looking at right now would be in shambles of right. course because i'm emotional overload right but <laughs> i mean dude it yeah, it, yeah. i don't know his, yeah. his legacy is gonna be one that everyone's gonna remember so as i was reflecting um this week i realized and, and i was talking to my wife yesterday about this I talked about how sometimes we tend to take people in our lives for granted. Come on, right? man. Come on. And there's levels to this, right? Because you got some kids who just completely, like, they don't call their parents like they should. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, they only come around, they need something, that sort of that sort of thing, right? I'm not real. like, I talk to my folks every day. Okay. So it's, 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 it wasn't one of those things that I got... I'm struggling or I'm out here just having a bad relationship. I have a great relationship with my folks. Talk Mm -hmm. to them every day. But what I got from this person that we're talking about, because we're going on and on about this person. A lot of people listening don't know who this guy is. But what I want people to get is that there are people in your life that you come across. You may be close to them or whatever. But one of the things that stands out is how intentional they are about the people they, they, they come across. Come on, man. And I think oftentimes we take people for granted and never look at it as an opportunity to either make a difference or appreciate them for the difference they make in our own lives. Mm. 
right? Yes, sir. And I think for me, even with my parents, I think about there are times that I just get off the phone with them and I don't tell them I love them, mm-hmm. right? I can't in my that. mind, in my mind, I'm always saying, I'll talk to them tomorrow, right? You never know. You just never know. And in my mind, I'm thinking, they're going to be around when I have my kids. They're going to be grandparents, da, 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 da. But I'm pretty sure Mr. Tarver's daughters thought the same exact thing, right? Yeah. So what it put in perspective to me is that, man, make every moment count when it comes to people. Yeah. Especially the ones in your life, the ones that you love and value. They need to know how much you love and value them every day. It shouldn't take a tragedy. It shouldn't take something negative happening for you to be snapped into reality and realize I got to make this count. Right. 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 And that's why you see at funerals, people are over in the casket, in the ground with the casket. Like they're going crazy because they know they had a window of opportunity and they didn't take advantage of it. Come on. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I realized that, you know what? I got to make every moment count when it comes not only just to my family and the people that matter to me, but people in general. And I feel like it's dope that every person that know that knew this guy had something impactful to say about him yes. or talk about the impact this guy had on their life. Right. And I'm like, that's how I want to live. Like that's that's I want to have that kind of impact to where I may not be perfect. I may not do or say everything right on this podcast or just in life. But in terms of coming across me, there should be something that I've said or done to you or you the way you observe someone that make me make someone say, you know what, that that person's different. Mm. That's something that's something pretty, pretty neat about that person. That person has encouraged me to do something awesome with my life or with myself. Yeah. And I think that's an amazing legacy to leave. De- granted under terrible circumstances but this guy lived an amazing life no question and it just encouraged me to want to to do the same you know what i mean and so yeah my prayers to the family man and I, I just feel like that's just something that should be encouraged to our listeners and to everyone be intentional bro with, with the people in your life the people that you run across people should people shouldn't regret having met you uh, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. I think that's the biggest thing. People, yeah. it should be a people should feel grateful to have known you. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's how Mr. Tarver lived his life, and that that put the battery in my back to want to do the same. Gotcha. Yeah. So well played, sir. Yeah. So that as like I say, highs and lows as the week went on, as I began praying for their family, I began to kind of reflect on him and celebrate him. Yes. You know what I mean? And so that's lives like those should be celebrated. Gotcha. So anyway, um, let's talk about someone else who had a great week this week. Gatry. One of your personal homies. One of my homies. <laughs> uh, he's changed his number. He hasn't given me his new number. Um, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. What you got for us, man? What you got before us? Do you want to, you want to give the update? I'll, on I'll start. Cause you know, I'm a storyteller, right? One of the best. <laughs> okay. So, um, and by now, I'm sure our listeners know that um, Jesse Smollett essentially got off, right? But let me yeah. paint, let me paint this picture for you. Paint Picasso. Um, I forget what night it was, but um, I was in the, I was in a yeah yeah. It, I think it was. Oh, who cares? 
I, I was I was in an establishment to where I wouldn't think I would have access to the news, but okay. the news is on. Okay, and it, it was like a happy hour thing. I, I was there with coworkers, whatever, and um, I glance up and I read the headline. I can't hear it, but I see it, and immediately before I get a chance to digest it. I go for my phone and I text this Walker guy, right? You may know him from the Tipping Point podcast. Um, great guy. But I text him and I'm like, Jesse. <laughs> That's it. And what I respond back with? Gay pop. <laughs> but I was an error. I was an error, Walker. My text should have read Teflon Jesse. Okay. Untouchable. Untouchable. So get, getting back in, um, it, I, I'm still shocked by this, honestly. Mm-hmm. That he, he was essentially exonerated, um, walked away from all these all this this mound of charges that were against him. Go ahead. Are we going to say exonerated? I'm not going to. I'm not Is he not s- exonerated? The case is done. They, there's no revisiting. Charges it. are dropped. Okay, exonerated means you're proven. Is that doesn't that mean you're proven well, innocent? This is a good this is a good point. And that's Walker. what I, that's what I wanted you're to get right. into. Okay. I'm not okay. gonna say he was exonerated. Okay, so here's the deal. Go here's ahead. the deal. Go ahead. Here's the deal. So there was a deal that was made uh with the prosecution and and Jesse's team, basically, that the sixteen uh counts uh, of the federal uh, charges, felony charges would be dropped under two conditions that Jesse Smollett does community service and he basically uh he basically foregoes his with the, the ten thousand dollars he paid in bond money yeah, right he basically just pays that right like he doesn't get that back right right and they will agree to drop the charges levied against them okay right so that was the deal, in essence. And as a result, the case is closed. No more further details were going to be released about, and I guess, evidence, things about the matter. It's closed. It's right. sealed up. Done. Right. Right? That's pretty much the, the thing here. So my thing is, and I guess my question, we have already asked it, does this change your mind in terms of whether or not Jussie did it or not? That's a that's a really good question, Walker, because in, in, I talked to my wife about this on her way back last night. Okay, um, conspiracies crept in. The word was forfeit. I was looking for. He okay. forfeited the ten thousand dollars. Gotcha. Yeah. Conspiracy kind of kind of crept in, and I only I'm only bringing conspiracy in because even it, let, let, let's break this down because I love to think look look at things generally. Okay. Smilet comes out. He's got all these charges against him, right? Mm-hmm. The city of Chicago and the law enforcement officials that essentially represent that took him to a court of law to which they found him under whatever agreement was made. They found him to be innocent, right? The city of Chicago? Yeah. Well, that's where he's getting tried, Initially. Right? Yeah. Initially. It's, pro- it's probably a county or whatever, but... We're, wait, we're wait, talking, they found, found you talking about the city of Chicago. Well, no, the me, city they, of Chicago was... They dropped the charges. ...was prosecuting him. Or, right. Or, the city of Chicago had done their, their, their investigation, and they felt that, that he filed a false police report saying that he got attacked when, they, in reality, or they believe he allegedly staged the attack. Okay. The city of Chicago. So, 
So I mean, what what courtroom was he in? Was oh. st- the state? I mean, I never don't know. Went to, never went to court. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, never good, went point, to court. good point. Well, for whatever reason, these were dropped. The agreement was made between representatives representing Jesse and the, the city, state, or whatever, on the, the prosecution, pro- whatever. Prosecution. Okay. And I think they are separate from the city of Chicago. They have what? to be. They have to because be. Because the way the city of Chicago is acting right now. Right. One, I mean, they want blood from Jesse. Right. And they want 130 grand. To me, that says. We got to talk about them too. Okay. But go ahead. But to me, that, to me, that's where that opens the door to conspiracy, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, after the fact, if you're still writing hard about this and you've got dozens upon hundreds of other things that you probably should be spending your, more of your time and energy on, what? <clears throat> what Cron is McDonald. Right. Yeah. What is it about this particular case that has you so bloodthirsty? And this, and I don't have the answer to that question. Good question. But that question alone, I think that's a great. That's a great question. That is a great question. Why? Because it's high profiled. It's a high profile case with a celebrity, and everyone has their eyes on it. Everyone didn't have their eyes on the Laquan McDonald situation. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And I agree with you that it's unfortunate, but it's true in this regard. So now the city's, their rep is on the line here, right? And they don't want to have the egg in their face. The outcome of this situation is egg in the face of the mayor because he's riding behind the police force. He has to. Mm -hmm. And the police force, right? They made these claims about Jesse. They claim that they spent X amount of dollars in investigating. But let's be honest. I mean, have they're not solving a lot of the murders that's happening in Chicago. Uh, not even close. Right? So I'm going to need you to take this extra L that you've been taking for God knows how long. Right? You're right. Am I wrong there? You're right. You're okay. Right. Hold this, hold this extra L. You plenty. You you have no problem holding L's Add when it to comes the chain to not solving yeah, to the stuff. turnover chain. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, just eh, whatever, whatever, right? right? Yeah. So it's, I just feel like you that's see where I can arrive at a point of conspiracy. So what's the conspiracy that's, exactly? That's what I'm trying to shape. Like, what is the, the conspiracy? The compi- conspiracy is. It's just he really innocent, and did, y- and did y'all put this on him? So you don't think he is, or you just you? you I don't know. It? I don't know what I think, and I think that's a fair question. No one knows what to think. Right. Here's the thing. But if, if y'all are riding so hard, my thought is: Did you plant? Did you plant some, or did you orchestrate this? Did you get involved with the Nigerians in order to save face for your city's department? Where are the Nigerians in Nigeria? I have no idea. <laughs> Mm. I hate to call them Nigerians because they may not even be Nigerian. Yeah, because we don't but know you, what to believe at did you, this did point. You, did you read this stuff about about um, Chicago, like going back in the the history of these Nigerian guys and showing where they had? Where, no, no, sorry, this was Jesse's legal team. Well, they were they were taking it back to like where they had history of doing whiteface mm. in order to link them to the crime. And my thing is like, yeah, yeah, it, 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 I, I did hear this on Sway. I'm back in my in my uh, in my mode again. But even for Jesse's team, it's like y'all got an agreement. Jesse wins. Chill out, <laughs> you know. Like don't don't go back and research the history of Nigerians to bring more validity to a case that's already been closed. So basically, get low. Yeah. Take take this W do and like, get low. Do like OJ. 
hug Johnny and get out of there. No, OJ didn't get low. Well, it took it took OJ, OJ it took low. OJ years to OJ didn't get low. It took OJ years, but I'm talking immediately. You didn't hear anything from OJ. OJ was pro black wearing dashikis, <laughs> talking slang. Not immediately after the case. Okay. OJ know he got a dub and he got up out of there. Now what what transpired years later, and I'm fine with Jesse doing that, but right now I wouldn't say years later. OJ? Oh yeah. He was going to black churches? He was he was he was he was back. But Walker, the thing is, the case was Quote closed. Unquote. He wasn't bringing up anything about the case. No, no. His I legal agree. team is like still <clears throat> still trying to it's piece almost the city like, of it's Chicago. Almost, well, and and you the prosecution released a statement after Jesse's team, which kind of discredited everything. Like basically, they basically said Jesse because when they when they. When it was announced, Jesse's team basically was making statements saying that we're glad that this person's uh, the, the claims about this person wasn't true. Da 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 da. The, these terrible allegations made against my client, and da 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 da. And then Jesse was like, "Now I can get back to healing." And this basically, the prosecution was like, uh, "Yeah." So Jesse agreed to forfeit the ten thousand dollars and do community service, and we dropped the case. We feel like he, he we felt like he did it. But we we made an agreement to drop it. That's Basically, how you, that's how that's how you took their statements. That's what that's that's what was said. Okay, let me ask you a pointed question. Okay, what do you think about the agreement? Do you think ten grand in community service is enough, considering the alleged crime? Um, because again, let's remind the listeners: Jesse is on chi- on trial essentially, or is facing trial for fabricating this whole thing. Right. Sure. So, in thinking of that crime, do you think ten grand and serving a few hot dogs is going to be? <laughs> that, that, I, I'm, I, but you know what I mean, Walker. <laughs> Goodness. Um. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Based on the charges that were filed against him. No. Okay. But when I begin to think about it, I really feel like in Jesse's case, he's a first time offender. Good point. Good he's point. He's a first time offender. And you got to think about the city of Chicago aside and how much money they spent investigating. Put that to the side. Can right? I do air quotes on that investigating? Go for it. Okay. Go for it. He's doing air quotes. Uh, who got hurt? He Jesse did. Okay, allegedly. <laughs> right. Um, who lost their lives? No one. Who lost property? No one. Well, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse in a roundabout way, lost his life. I mean, he, he, don't they killing off his character? I don't know. What in Empire, doing. I don't know what he lost his sandwich. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. No real lives were lost. Okay. Yeah. Give him pro- probation and get him out of here. Just give him probation and get him out of here. That's coming from the thought thoughts of Walker. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Here's yeah. here's why I agree with you, Walker. Yeah. First time offender and nobody was really seriously harmed except yourself. I don't really care. You just made a fool of yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah. Do, do we gotta throw this guy away and, and throw throw him away and lock away, throw away the key, lock him up and throw away the key? Do we have to do that? I don't. 
don't think, I don't feel that's necessary. I think that's a bit excessive considering damage that's been done. I mean, he really played himself. Oh, he gets the player of the week in probation, right? Right. <sighs> considering the charges again. So for Cause, him. Because there's, there's a glimmer of possibility that this really did happen. Sure. I agree. I agree. That's why that's why I'm very clear in saying he was not exonerated. They just made a deal to very drop it. Very good point. Now, here's my question to you. Do you think why did the prosecution make this deal? Conspiracy gatry. What you got in your bag? What's in the conspiracy well, bag today? Before I answer that, I'm just going to take a second to commend you. Cuz dude, your questions are incredible. I'm just want to know, like what what made them do it? I don't have an answer. So here here's the thing. I want to I want to give you a, a, That's a, a really a good great question. quote. Great cuz listen. I think Jesse Jesse has some money. I just don't think he has long money. Okay. He doesn't have old money. Right. He's not that. He's he doesn't have the resources to intimidate the prosecution. A la Weinstein. Right. 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 Who has been successful in prolonging this his his situation no, because of the long dollars that no he can spend. No doubt. Gotcha. Right? So there's no intimidation factor on the part of the prosecution. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. So what would influence them? What would influence them to make this deal? Maybe now, they just hate the Empire show. <laughs> <laughs> Plausible, right? <laughs> uh, if that's I, the case, if then I, I side with them. <laughs> what season there is? Is it three or four? Okay. Like season four is if I, you know what? This season four is trash. If it's if it's season four, they've recorded three extra seasons that no one's needed. <laughs> show is trash! Lovely Daniels, you've heard me say that. Yeah, I have. God, listen, trash. listen. I here's the thing. Here's my opinion. Amazing quote by Denzel in Training Day: "It's not what you know, it's what you can prove." Mm. Yeah. They know that Jussie did it. They're confident that he did it, allegedly. But could it be that they just? didn't no walker enough. they had checks they had copies of the personal checks what did the checks have on it oh nobody knows that <laughs> that's what i'm saying the, process, the, checks the prosecution was, knows the checks that was for, the checks was for work for him paying him for personal training, personal training yeah. i'm saying you, you can have you evidence that to the but you can shape that from a media perspective and say from a media standpoint but in the court of law yeah you see what I'm saying? Yeah. In the court of law, do I have enough to... Again, it's not what you know. Oh, it's right. what you can prove. You're right. You're right. Could it be that Jesse, his, his, the, the prosecution, the, prosec the prosecutor, the team that's prosecuting him, is it possible they assessed all of the evidence and realized, I don't know if we have we enough have to enough. get this guy. I think, I think that's it, Walker. I don't know if we got enough for this guy. Yeah. Let's cut a deal which, and get out of here. Which would leave the law enforcement officials feeling like a little butthurt. Very upset. Because, because we committed of, this much financially to bury this guy. And we, we handed it over to you and you did nothing right, with it. 
Right. Right? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. That's what I think. That That's really sound about the checks, though, because when you asked me that, I thought about it like... All they said is that they were checks. They didn't say what they... Because, see, I felt like that would get out. We would know what the checks was for. If it was for this purpose and deal... And, by the way, that would make Jesse an even worse of a criminal to even put on the four part of a check <laughs> for, for staged stage attack. <laughs> right? For the culture. He put it on for the culture. FTC. <laughs> You know what I mean? Not even FTC because it says four at the check, and then you just write TC. TC, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, Good it's point Walker. Yeah, I, I, I don't. They may not have had enough. I don't think they had enough. What other incentive do you think about it? This is a case. Think about the exposure this case has, and you would be the person of a high-profile case to just slam. It's a slam dunk case if you got the evidence for it. Why would you make a deal? Yeah. yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I'm Jesse's, if I'm his defense team, I'm like, Jesse, eat this 10K. Right, right. Eat this 10K. Right. Go go serve some uh, Oscar Myers. Right. Right? Yeah. And, and get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Go talk to Lee Daniels to see if they can revive your character on this That's trashy absolute- show. <laughs> First off, see if season five is coming right. Is it four or five? I don't know. Who cares? I don't care. The fact that they got season two offends me. Is Jesse... (laughs) (laughs) You're a trashy (laughs) empire. It's a trashy show. You loved season one. I did. Loved it. I did. Loved it. But but you're objective about the following seasons. And I didn't... See, I didn't watch season two. I just... So how do you know it's trash? Because I saw it up in season one. And the way they were setting it up, it was just this constant revolving circle. Okay. Um, Rap beef, sex tape, diss track. Rap beat. Yeah. Or uh, ownership of the company changes. Then rinse and repeat. Gotcha. Oh, Sunset's going to jail. Rap beef, diss track. (laughs) It's like, come on, man. The fact that my wife stopped watching it let me know everything I need to know. Fair enough. So anyway, is is Jesse the instead of the gay Tupac? Is he the gay OJ? <laughs> Think about the similarities. No, he's here. not. He's Think not. about the. He's uh, not. And your 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 remarks help me to say that he's not. Well, okay. OJ's case dealt with people losing life. Sure, but he beat. OJ a- was a first time offender. You go to jail for that. I'm sorry, even if that is your first time. But here's what I'm asking. Let, let me let me build. Let me set it up. Let me okay. set it up. Jussie right. self-absorbed. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. OJ was self-absorbed. No question. Right. Yeah. Okay. OJ beat LAPD. <laughs> like a no. OJ didn't actually. Johnny Cochran did. Still beat. <laughs> yeah. Still, they represented OJ. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> saying saying few to no words, mind you, which was incredible. But anyway, <laughs> still won. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Chicago PD is known as being corrupt. Ooh. Okay. LAPD is so known your as being corrupt. Correlations are strong so far. Very few people have gone against the city of Chicago and won. Okay. That's my similarities there. No, 
No. No? <laughs> Your wild card here is the crime allegedly committed. Okay. And I can't take I can't take enough stress. I'm not away from I'm that. I'm not saying that they're the same. Obviously, no, I mean, I'm just saying you went against you went up against OJ Chicago. Didn't play himself. <laughs> you sure about that? He didn't. You sure about that? How? Well, I guess not in what, this what, case. What physical inflictions did OJ have at considering the case that was put before him? Nothing. This dude allegedly staged to have himself beaten. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't put, you can't compare both the two. Like you're a buffoon. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, 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 Walker, Walker, check this out, dude. I'ma hire these two guys to come in and beat me. Gay OJ is much better than Gay Tupac, though. It is. Okay, whatever. All right, I are we done with that? I'm digressing. On Thank that. you. I just want to ask a question. Well, it, it, it was fair. I'm yeah, just, I'm just still kind of insulted. You would ask that. Ask what? That he's the Gay OJ? No, ask to compare the two. Oh, OJ and uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We is there anything strong about Teflon? Again, again, we feel. Do you feel that OJ did it? <laughs> In my heart of hearts, I do believe OJ. Okay. Did it. In your heart of hearts, do you feel that Jesse did? In my heart of hearts, honestly, if the I crimes have, if are I different. To, if the I have to make a decision today, I feel like Jesse did it. The crimes are different. I know that. That's sure. not what I'm comparing. I'm just sim- the similarity. There's some similarities there, but. Uh, as soon as you want to decide to assess that wild card, you will understand. Is Jesse invited to the cookout? If he doesn't play any of his music, he can come. Or if he doesn't play any Empire, he can come. Actually. Is he invited? Some people don't. They're not inviting him. I'm inviting Jesse. I think he is because the NCAA. The NAACP nominated him. For image award yesterday? Yeah. He was what, nominated. Which award was it? Don't say the oh, courage. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I, I think it was for for his role in Empire. I don't know what the what the award was for specifically. Um oh my and again, That's you so had here's another reason. Here's another reason why I drew uh, similar comparisons. Because Anthony Anderson, who hosted the Image Awards, was rooting for Jesse to win. He wanted him to win so he could speak or give a speech, which, by the way, Jesse didn't attend, obviously, for good reason. Sure. Right? But his stance on it, and I think Ava DuVernay even tweeted about this, is that she cited the how corrupt Chicago PD is. And Anthony Anderson wanted Jesse to win because... He wanted to see black people get justice. I, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting him. I'm paraphrasing him. But he wanted to see a black person. Basically, he felt like it was an injustice that he was accused. He was taking Jesse's side. And he felt like it was good to see a black person, I guess, win in this sort of, in this sort of situation. So, again, the messed up reason why we were rooting for OJ, right? Is because people hated LAPD. True. Right? Yeah. So people were people were pulling for the alleged bad guy in this to stick it to the police department for their injustices. I'm looking at Anthony Anderson, and I don't, by the way, I didn't really agree with Anthony's take. Okay. That makes two of us. Right? But 
you got people pulling for Jesse in this regard, like people pulled for OJ. Yeah, that's true. That's very fair. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities okay. here. That's why so I asked this either game. Respect, I, respect, I have a high level of respect for Anthony Anderson. Yeah, um, I mean, we can agree to disagree. He plays there. my daily. My, he plays me essentially on his hit show, Blackish. Blackish is inspired by you. It is. Yes. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, is that th- that's why I drew a lot of similarities and comparisons. That's fair, to. Walker. That's fair. I know the crimes are worlds apart, different, right? But the outcome of it, how it played out, and how you had people choosing to ride for Jesse in a situation where. We probably should have distanced ourselves from them. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Okay. Very similar. So, when we get to our player of the week later on in this recording, I want you to keep that ex- exact same energy. Okay. okay. Sure. You you agree to that? What energy do I have? Uh, the the energy that opens up the potential for us to still support those who do foolish acts and okay. get off. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that my support? I've supported them? Yeah. You speak for black America. <laughs> so let's get on to our next topic. Um, <laughs> with that, so we, we have, we're we doing something different. I don't know why I put so much on you. <laughs> and how I just ignore you. <laughs> so we used to call this the lightning round. Right. But this segment we got is called. So last week. <laughs> literally. Right. Um, but this is 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 light lightning round, basically the same concept, but we just rebranded it. It's right. called discuss or trash. We're gonna go through a bunch of topics and determine whether or not we're going to either discuss it or we're gonna trash it. Do we care or do we not care? Right? right. So let's let's go let's go with the first one. Okay. First name I throw out: Cardi B. Um, past week, uh, discuss. Discuss. I was about right. to say we care, but discuss for sure. All right, what's your take on it? So, so Car- Cardi, um, for listeners that don't know, uh, she went on a rant. Uh, <laughs> Cardi's got so much time in her hands, but anyway, she went on a rant trying to defend herself from got some a bloggers. About that. Okay, but go ahead. Some bloggers put some stuff out there that she wasn't crazy about, and in this super emotional rant, she she <laughs> she says that. She wants drugged men in the when they came in the strip club to essentially get more money out of them. Right? Right. There was a lot more that she said in the rant. I'm focusing on that part. Um, this isn't cool. Now, Walker, I am gonna be I'm gonna be super honest and super transparent here. I don't know why I have to say that because I'm like that all the time, but um uh, I don't frequent a lot of strip clubs. I have been before. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm not approaching it the right way, uh-huh. but I feel like there's a there's enough of an appeal that comes with being being a, a patron and being an employee of a strip club to where you don't necessarily have to go through things like things as drastic as drugging people to get them to, to get more money. You're walking in and I'm, I'm probably the outlier here, but you're walking in for one reason and one reason only. Right. To pay for services. <laughs> you know. You're paying for a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like we, we kinda understand that. I know some men take that to the and men and women to that to that fact. Take to the extreme and think they're gonna fall in love with these with these entertainers, but um I don't know. I my when when I first heard this, my thought my first thought was, Do men get a me too in this case? 
No, because it's a double standard. I'm listening, Walker. It's a double standard. And I'm not saying that I agree to double standards because we talk about keeping the same energy across the board. But I feel that men don't get a Me Too because it's always perceived as men being... Men is always the stronger, the from society's projection of, of the two men, men and women. There are certain things that men can get away with that women can't, okay. and vice versa. Yeah. Right? So, in, a, in one, for example, man hits a woman, society shuns it. Woman turns around, hits a man, society doesn't keep the same energy. Mm, right? Yeah. How many videos we see of a woman just hitting a guy? Come on. Hitting a guy, right? The moment he hits him, oh, that's messed up. Yeah. That's messed up. It could be in the same video, uh-huh. right? Oh, that's messed up. He hit her. Right. Da, 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 right? We can ignore the fact that she uses. That she just been clocking him the whole video, right? right? That's what you're I mean man, by. You're a man. You're supposed to be able to withstand that. You're a man. You shouldn't be allowing a woman to drug you. Right. Right? Uh, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel that when it comes, I feel like this plays into a double standard that society is not going to give the attention to. It doesn't fit the narrative. Hmm. It just doesn't fit it. Okay. You and I can disagree with that take on it, but that's just, I'm just stating it as how it is okay. in society. I just don't feel like men, men, people are going to care about that. Okay. Well, just don't. Do you care? Um, I think it's messed up. Okay. I think it's messed up, but but I but it is it's a big part of the dysfunction in our communities. Mm. And I feel that oftentimes when you have people in our communities who don't have hope or a way of getting out, they resort to doing things that later on in life, should they make it, that they're not proud of. Right. You look at Jay-Z. Is he proud of being a drug dealer? Yeah, and you, I was just about to at, say that. You know what I'm saying? Do you, are, these people aren't necessarily proud of what they did, but my thing is I don't see Cardi as the same person who would still be doing that today. Right. Uh, now, and this is, this is kind of the... I struggle with this because we... We talked about this a few weeks back about people pulling up tweets of celebrities and, and, and digging up things that they've said in the past. Do we allow people the space to grow? Right? We, it seems like that's that's our... I don't think we do. No. Now, in this we case... We should. In, right. We should, but we don't. Right. And my thing is, okay, is Car... Because I think she was talking about wanting to do a, a, a write a book about her life and tell her story and those experiences coming up. And right. even even with her telling those stories, she's still going to get backlash for it. Sure. But at the same time, I don't think we care about whether or not people grow and evolve from those experiences. We just look at the action, no matter at what snapshot it was taken in that person's life, and judge them based off the standards we hold to be true currently and present today. Okay. And I don't think in all cases that's fair, especially if that person is completely different from that person that we're judging. Ah, uh, yeah. I just don't. Right. I just don't. Um, eh. That's <laughs> ultimately that's how I felt. Yeah. Um, why do you think Cardi cares so much about what people think? That's don't know. how this that's I don't how know. this started, right? It was just like I mean it was two people like us that had a blog that was giving their opinions. Why does she care so much? Because think about it. It's an understatement to say that Cardi is winning. Yeah, yeah. Why do you care so much? 
I don't have an answer to that. Okay. Do you think she should care? No. Do you think do you think celebrities as a whole should care about their public perception? To a degree. Okay. To a degree. Okay. Because I mean, you are a brand, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever there are things that get out about you, you, you should be able to have the resources and the team and the people around you to be able to get in front of things, especially if they're not true. Right, because uh, celebrities get accused of stuff every day. Yeah, that's lies, right? So you should be able to protect things that you know is not true and are detrimental to the brand. Okay, right. But at the same time, she shouldn't be. There's certain things you shouldn't even be responding to. Look at Jay. Look at people like Jay. Jay's kind of an outlier. Yeah. But at the same time, there are certain people who always have been above stuff like this, and they just never gave it any attention. True. Right? Yeah. So my thing is, Cardi's getting up in that level. People still going to love Cardi. And I've seen Cardi spaz out on less stuff than even this. True. So that's what I'm saying. That some things just isn't worthy of your attention. That's just my opinion. It's my opinion. You got anything else on that? Nah, I just... I want to care more, but... I don't. I really don't. I feel bad for not, but... Because I just think about my It's messed up. It's messed up, but guys, you gotta move smarter in these clubs now. Okay. Don't. Hey, don't do drugs. How about that? And can, I, I, just, I have to share this. Well, if you I got have, drugs, you know, if it's something you drink, I get that. But still, I have to share this because, um, gosh, this was, this was about three years ago. Um, some friends of mine went up to Baltimore mm-hmm. to watch a Ravens game or whatever, and um, our hotel was walking just from a gentleman's club. So we go, and. Um, you know, again, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of it, mm-hmm. but we get in there, and I mean, it, you, you know, it is. I mean, you go in there, you get a drink, you get a table, you get a section, and whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But the thing, and I know I know all strip clubs are not like this. I've probably been to three total in my entire life. Okay. Um, but the one thing I could respect about this uh, particular establishment was, as the women were dancing, they would approach you, and they would essentially. Um, what's a good word? They would essentially market mm-hmm. their services, and then they would ask, "Hey, the question was, are you tipping?" And mm. me, <laughs> each answer was no. <laughs> but what I loved about that is, like, okay, we're having a direct Very conversation cordial. about it. He's not. Let's move on to the next guy. Yeah, you know, and it's just yeah. like, again, I know they're not all structured that way. And I know the women there are there for one reason, one reason only. No doubt. But I don't know. I, I I think about that. I thought about that when Cardi said this thing, and I'm like, this really could have been handled better. But whatever. Listen. Maybe if I had gone more often and I was more into it, I could understand her getting to a situation. Well, you coming where, up from the mud. Uh, I think you see things differently. Yeah, you just get, you got to scrape for every quarter you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's 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 it's. Yeah, you just gotta. I get, I get the mentality. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, but anyway, Juvenile, Juvenile came out with an album, just another gangster with with uh, Birdman. They're back in good graces. Um, trash or discuss? Twenty four hours ago, Walker, I would have trashed this, right? But why? Oh, uh, just because it was as much respect as I have for Juvie. Is it's like, dude, you're still rapping. <laughs> Yes, yes. What? 
Oh my God! Don't be a, don't be hypocritical. The, wait, wait. Don't be hypocritical. And let, let me let me bring our let me bring our. Um, let In me bring fairness, our his in. age his name has not aged well. Right, yeah. right. And I'll be honest. Walker called me and talked to me about this yesterday, and I, I'm a hype beast. So you know, <laughs> for, there's a point of day Friday where I go to check to see what all's dropped, and Juvenile was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and had he been somewhere to be found, I probably would have skipped over it. But um, disrespectful. I, it is because You're Juvenile is a legend. Disrespectful. But here, it, let let me let me. Okay. Have you heard of this thing called the Internet or the World Wide Web? Elaborate. Okay, it's amazing. You can you can essentially think of things, type those thoughts in, and you get a bunch of research uh, topics of which you can. Can you pull it up on your flip phone? <laughs> no, I have to go to my laptop. <laughs> Use my dial-up <laughs> connection. <laughs> Did they still use that? Dial up? I thought they disconnected that. Dial up? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know. I thought AOL. I know AOL got rid of it. Yeah, AOL's got money. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. You know, <laughs> I, I, I dug deep into this whole juvenile thing. And there's a story here, Walker. That's why I'm not going to trash it. That's why I'm going to discuss it. Um, it's an album, right? But what people are not harping on is the fact that he was able to reconcile with Birdman. And not only I'm that, glad you went there. Not only that, I Walker, was going there. he was at, he was he was positioned impactfully to where he could influence Manny Fresh to do the exact same thing. Beautiful. Birdman burnt a lot of bridges, let all me, for the money. Let me ask you this. Let me ask: you, Is beef a young man's sport? Ooh. Because I think it's always encouraging to see our it has old to be. our old legends and our old cats and the OGs in hip hop. Put their beef aside and be like, hey, we grown now. Yeah. I love that. I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful to see. I think it's actually kind of discouraging when I see old dudes still be petty with each other at an old age. Like, as entertaining as it is is for Fifth, Fifth has branded himself as being petty. But when I see other cats do it, it's just like, it's disappointing. Yeah. For example, I saw a snippet. I don't watch this show, Loving Hip Hop, any of them. There was a clip I saw of Trina and, uh, oh God, his name just said, Trick Daddy. Okay. Trina and Trick Daddy. And they got into, it was like a reunion special. And Trina and Trick Daddy was going, like, you know, going at each other. Yeah. Like, they had to be restrained from each other. Oh, goodness. And it was just disappointing to see. Granted, when you have a relationship with people who considered each other to be brothers or sisters, sometimes you have these spats or whatever. Right. But that wasn't a sp- like usually you can have a spat and but you don't have to be restrained. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just it broke my heart to see two OGs that we knew broke each other in the game was on a very classic record with each other. Yeah. Killed it. Oh yeah. See them going at each other years later. Like Doesn't that. add up to me? It, I, it 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 tears me I mean, up. Decades I, later, Walker. I like to see again. I like to see the maturity. I like to see the y'all evolve. Y'all may have differences, but that's always my sister. I love her. Right. We, we just don't see eye to eye on this. I wish y'all the best. That's my bro. Da 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 da. I love to see Juvenile and Manny Fresh and Bird. All of them say, you know what? We did a great thing together. This my brother. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So I, I'm going to give it a listen this week. Um, God, I haven't listened to it yet. God bless you. You're not going to listen to it? No way. Why? Oh, God. NBA Youngboy drops in this. <laughs> so the next the next person on our uh, 
on our list is Liam Neeson. He apologized for his comments he made. Trash. All right. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's comments about... You're familiar with those yeah. comments he made. Trash or... Basically, it's not so much Jordan Peele. No. It's, it's it's the the white lash yeah. from Jordan Peele's statements about not casting uh, white characters as leads in his films. Can, can I trash that and give a reason as to why? I was hoping you would do that. Okay. I was going to do the same. Not only is this not important, but... I I recently watched a a skit from Key and Peele. This is a show I don't watch. Okay. Um, but I you know I just one or two funny skits on on Key and Peele. Say it again. One or two funny skits. Right of of numerous seasons. Right. Continue. Okay. I watched one. I watched one skit of these of Key and Peele in a bar, and they're mm-hmm. they're mocking like your Confederate Southern white person. Okay. And they're talking about each class of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're saying good things about them, right? Mm-hmm. Going totally against the narrative. But it sucked. It just sucked the way they pulled it off. And then I go and look. I'm like, why am I watching this? A hey, let me let me see like if people out there are feeling the same way I'm feeling. No, Walker. There's about 12 million views. Okay. And this is why. This is a re- this is the main love reason. Game people. I know, but it's, it's trash. Okay. I, that's all I have to say. Like I have what nothing that, else. What to did that have to do with the white lash against? Because because it's, I think that's I think that's an extension of that of the trash that I saw a preview of. Oh, okay. That's how you. Okay, that's yeah. how you made the connection. You, yeah. I wasn't with you at first. Um. One thing that white people can't have. Oh, okay. Trash. <laughs> <clears throat> Cam Newton says he's uh he's he's uh abstaining from uh sex. For what a month, yeah, and he he changed his diet up too. Okay, I think he's going paleo. Okay, um, let's discuss it. I was going to trash it. Why are you going to trash it? Because I could care less about what another man does in his bedroom. Okay, trash. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you have? I had. Uh, did you have another one? Yeah, yeah, and okay. I know you're not going to trash it. Um, Auburn Tiger basketball. I can't believe I'm doing this. You Elite did, eight. You, you did it. You did it, not me. Okay. Before I before I did bring this out any deeper, discuss her trash. Uh, this was not on my list. Um, <laughs> if you want to discuss it, that's fine. I don't want to, Walker. But again, like I really consider you to be a solid friend of mine. Okay. And if that means showing support to this program, that's what I'm gonna do. You do realize I stayed away from this topic intentionally, right? I know. I know. Okay. Maybe you don't always like to kill your friends. <laughs> Maybe you decide to let them live every now and then. Yeah, but my but, thing is I reciprocate the energy that people give back to me. True. But let, let me just go ahead and say this. And if I had not gone to Therapy Friday, I probably would have not have done this. But <laughs> Walker knows this because he's known me for a long time. Uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of North Carolina basketball, right? Yes. So North Carolina and Auburn meet in Sweet 16. And Auburn proceeds to wipe the floor with my beloved Tar Heels. That I knew this game was going to be close, but I did not see the Tar Heels losing by 20. I didn't see that coming. Gotcha. So um, as, I, as I'm watching it, as angry as I get, I start to draft a text to you. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this. <laughs> At what point? This <laughs> That's very important. This was honestly when uh, Okiki got hurt. Yeah. 
and because it was a gruesome injury, and I, I, it's it's bigger than the sport in that moment to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but obviously I, because North Carolina players walked over and and yeah, and showed yeah. love to Kiki as he walked off the floor. Sure. Um, I conceded at that point, to which I was going to send you congratulatory congratulatory text. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't do that because I figured we would talk about it during the recording. Okay. So uh, congratulations. Um, how do you feel about your Tigers? I know they're set to tip off here any minute now. They've already tipped off. Okay. Um, and if you don't want to say anything, that's fine. Because I, I get the same way. I, I don't like talking about Alabama football. We're playing with house money at this point. We're playing with house money. Okay. It's amazing ride. I felt like we needed, with Auburn, even though Auburn is playing with a lot of confidence, Auburn's 0-2 against Kentucky this season. So this is a still a big hill, and this has been a gauntlet for Auburn to run anyway. So for Auburn to even get this far has Dude, been incredible. The blue bloods that y'all have faced. Yes, yes. Come the, on, Kentucky man. Kentucky is number three. Like, yeah. You deserve to be there if you get past those three blue blood schools. Yeah. Who had good seasons? It yeah. wasn't like they, they tripped and fell into the tournament, right? right. Um. So, no, I feel like Auburn's playing with with house money. I do, and I think the Okiki injury because he was coming. Okiki basically guaranteed himself a good draft spot. He had himself, he had himself a ball game. He all but had it locked up that he was. I didn't know he had range, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Dude is good. Dude is he. He came on because he wasn't playing like that early in the season. No. He no. came on, and he's come on in the past month or so. At the so. right time. I, I got to give credit to Bruce Pearl. I, I think you're being modest. I think you're being humble, which is fine. I understand sure. that. Uh, but I don't know. Just he knew what we were going to do. We was in North Carolina. And I feel like he was just like, we're going to beat them at their own game because we can run too. Yeah. And and y'all ran. <laughs> and it was ran. A, it was impressive because I, I felt like y'all was long range. Was going to shut all that down? No, y'all defended us really well. I thought but, y'all was going to defend us. But that's the thing, Walker. And it, I, you I, sort it, of did. You sort of did. Yeah. You sort of did what the you... Sec, second half? Here, here's what... Sure. Y'all, what, y'all put both of your keys in the turnip and set the nuclear bombs. But see, but see, this is what happened. This is what happened in the game. I felt that... I felt that what wasn't expected, because a lot of hype was made about Auburn shooting threes... But our inside game was it, on it was point working. first half. It was working. So once y'all started cheating up inside to defend that, you took us out. Took us out. It was over but after that. The key, the key, and this is the last thing I'll say about it because it still kind of hurts. The key, and I think this was again, I'm tipping my hat to Bruce Pearl here, but the key was Carolina. As close as I watched this basketball team, mm-hmm. we want to track me. Hmm. Most of our opponents are not prepared for that. They so try, they try to we get slow to, you down. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they try to slow us down, but while they're slowing us down, we get our wind on defense a little bit. Mm. And then if the other team happens to score, we kick it out. We're down the court in two or three seconds. Or if they turn the ball over, it's over. Well, we did right. What we didn't account for is like, no, Auburn's gonna take the take the ball down our throats in two or three seconds. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We did this to you. You don't do this to us. That was amazing. The first few moments of that game, dude. How y'all, how we were going back and forth. I was like, Walker. It was a test of wheels. I had it to really close was my t- eyes during the commercial break because my eyes were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Where the cameras? But dude, it was like, dude, 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 dude. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. It was, on, it man. was amazing. 
after watching certain like struggle rounds yeah. with teams who play defense, it's just the first round. No, I mean like, okay, I watched. I watched. Was it Virginia and Oregon? I think. I watched a few few teams in who were defensive oriented and saw how they struggled to score. Oh yeah. And then watching us, I'm like, oh yeah. Now this is this is basketball. Like I, it was it was fun. Yeah. It was fun to watch. I was not going to bring this up at all. So kudos to you for bringing it up. Thank me later, guy. Y'all had a great. You're my friend, Walker. That's what that's what matters at the end of the day. Y'all have first world problems. <laughs> just keep it. Just just okay. Disappointing season is what. A number one seed and Sweet Sixteen appearance. Yeah, that kind of hurts. It's been worse. We came in with Final Four hopes, but it's yeah. it's hey, Auburn's been worse. <laughs> Just keep that in and, mind. And, well, that's why I say we're playing. Like with, I had to be reminded. That's we, why I say we, we're playing I think with we house won money. the title two or three years ago. Can we really? That's what I'm cry saying. That much, yeah. So that's why I got said our hearts broken by Villanova at the last second. Came at the next next year to win the whole a, thing. It was a tough, yeah, yeah. So. so that's what I'm saying. I feel like Armour's playing with house money gotcha. at this point. So, okay. Well, anyway. I wish you well. I wish you the best. I mean that sincerely. Thank you, thank you. And no, I did not rub it in Ronnie's face uh, <laughs> For about once. this. I actually <laughs> stayed away from you this weekend as it came to that. Uh, Lonzo Ball. Discuss. We have to discuss this Ooh. one. We have to discuss this one. Um, how do you feel about this? Situation? I hate it. We have we've been we've been on the same page a lot this podcast. Yes. Why do you hate it? I hate it because um, I am a staunch supporter of black business, and this model I feel like was impactful. Genius. Yes. So for someone for what's what's the dad's name Lavar Lavar for Lavar to let someone come in who had a criminal history already of doing something similar to what he did in this case to allow him to come in and allow him to steer this entire thing to which potentially could lead to the brand's demise hurts me. Here's the other side of it, Walker. I don't understand why the Ball family, especially the other two brothers who have fallen off the face of the earth, can't just excommunicate this guy and pull everything together and keep it moving for the sake of the brand and for the sake of the movement. Right now you're facing a situation. Walker, you know, I'm at the pulse of the sneaker community. Um, Alan Alan Foster. Alan Foster. There you go. Um, What I see now with these cryptic. Uh, Instagram posts that Lonzo's pulling about, pulling out with the the Nike sign positioned very accurately, and a lot of them is you have a guy that's gonna leave BBB and go to Nike, which I, I'm a Nike fan. I got Nikes on my feet now, um, but I just I just don't know if Nike's gonna bring that same level of appeal to Lonzo. I don't know if he's gonna even get a signature shoe. But here you were, you were positioned to drive everything economically from a style perspective, from a height perspective, and now you're just going to allow it to dissolve. And when I say allow, I put that on Lonzo for him just saying, you know what, I'm done with this and stepping away, essentially. He hasn't he hasn't essentially said that, but that's kind of feel I get in the direction he's going. That, that That's mine in a nutshell. But do you think he has people in his ear? Of course. He's got your guy in his ear. <laughs> don't um, make me say his name let me ask you this 
do you think it, it do you think it could have been one of those situations where it's a family thing where Alonzo says if this doesn't if this goes belly up I'm out and that's just Lonzo just you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm speculating. It could, it could I can't. I can't. It could, and if it is, it, you know could, what I'm it could be. If it is, I hate it even more. Okay. Because like, where's your family pride? Dude, people were paying. People were paying two hundred dollars more for this shoe than they should have. Yeah. Like that's something. These shoes were ugly. This could have really worked. It was working actually. It was working for a brand as was as stylistically poor as that is for it to still succeed. You got to keep that going because people are still interested in it. Why do you think people don't like Levar? He just talks too much. I mean, he's 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 he's, he's too brash. He's too in your face. He's like I my feel, sons are better than yours. I feel like what happened to Levar or the Ball family is what people have been wishing what would happen to the Kardashian family for years, mm. right? Do the Kardashians are doing the same thing? Uh, yeah. I don't follow them closely enough to to really give an educated opinion. Well, when I say I'm not I'm not gonna say they're doing the same thing, but I think just like the Ball family, the Kardashians have rubbed people the wrong way. Just because of they're in your face, you see them all the time. They're annoying, this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? They're and making sh- impactful changes to prison reform. No, 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 Oh, no, we're no. not talking about the good stuff. No, I'm, I'm talking sorry. about before we even got to stuff like that. Oh, okay. Like with the reality TV and the, the that. But they're the, not as in your face as LeVar is. LeVar said he beat the GOAT in the game of one-on-one. And you can even make your JUCO basketball team? Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> that initially bothered me, but it, after a while I got over it. You want to know why? No one comes at the GOAT. Let me, let me tell you. Let me, let me, okay. Any person who gets offended with anyone saying a statement like that has never been to a barbershop in the hood. How many superstars? When I had hair, my barbershop was in the hood. How many all-star, pro bowl, superstar, elite, flyest, best dressed can pull more women than you on your best day? Guys have walked through that barbershop and talked that talk. How many guys? How often on a barbershop trip do you you come across at least three guys yeah, yeah, who yeah. talk like that? Right. LeVar just took what happens in a barbershop to mainstream. Leave it in the barbershop. Eh. The barbershop is sacred. It's it's fun. Whatever. No, it wasn't. It's disrespectful. Huh. How many guys have said they can beat? Who, what is he supposed to say about his you're, son? You're the, you're one my of the son, biggest you're one of the biggest hypocrites I've met in my entire life. Because me? yeah, yeah, you Walker. I'm okay. gonna tell you why. Because just a week ago you were going at Kodak for saying that he was the best. He was better than Biggie and, and Pac. Mm-hmm. You were going at him. This is no different. You wanna know why? You wanna know what's different about my that? ears are open. I just said I disagreed, but I always I also said that hip hop is a competitive sport, and guys, it's always been about bravado. Go back and listen to the tapes. You know what? I think I will, Walker. Okay. I just disagree with them. But you agree with Lavar? No, I disagree with them too. But oh. I'm not. I'm so not what put are we off. Talking about? I'm not put off by it. People are put off by Lavar because of his bravado. I'm saying you see guys like that all the time, and you laugh at them at the barbershop. You hoping they're there when you pull up in the barbershop. <laughs> 
Right? Especially when they've made uh, a bold prediction about a sporting event that didn't turn out that way. Absolutely. Yeah, you are salivating. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we love these guys. Right. So what's different? How different is LeVar Ball than any other guy at the barbershop who talks trash? He's not that different. He just had a vision for his family. And instead of a, and I disagree with the Charles Barkleys of the world who come at LeVar because everyone else is making money off of your kids. Why not we just take a business model and keep the money in house? Right. That that Genius. I'm not against. that I'm not against. But Genius. you have to give me all the extra. He doesn't have to. My biggest critique about LeVar Ball is this: his execution of of his dream and vision. Right? Right. Could have been a little bit better. You would think he would be a little bit more streetwise to know that you shouldn't hire this guy. Right. Right? And number two, he's always have stated his intentions. I feel like we talked about it on this podcast. It is the year of action. Don't talk about it. Do it. The more you talk about it, the more enemies you have, especially given your bravado. Right? Right. So my, that's my two biggest criticisms of his is his execution of his plan and the fact that he talked way too much about what he was going to do. Okay. That's it. But everything else, it's entertainment. And it worked because what are we talking about? We're talking about LeVar Ball still. Absolutely. And the potential dissolution we, of BBB. Right. So to your point, I think that's a great point. His son should have hung in there. But I feel like just with anything, I'm I'm never gonna be against someone who 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 basically they're willing to they're willing to vote on themselves. Like they're willing to give themselves they they go on themselves. Like they they believe bet, they, bet on they yourself. bet on themselves. Yeah. They bet on themselves and if they lose, you tried. You ain't gotta worry about what would have happened. It is always amazing when it works. I'm dissecting here, Walker, but but just just hear me out because this whole bet on yourself narrative, I like it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I was in Vegas the week before last. I do. So I walk. You can't you can't walk Vegas without walking through a few casinos, and you see a lot of people betting. Sure. You know what the difference is? There's no one walk around with a microphone that says, "Jesus Walker just bet twenty grand on black on Russian roulette." No, keep your bet there. Like you can still bet on yourself and still be humble about it. Okay, just bet on yourself and just execute to your point. Well, you you're basically saying what I just said then. No, but you seem you you don't seem to be impacted by all the other stuff. No, not really. Okay, I am. Okay. Why? Because it's not necessary. It's not okay. Right. There's a lot of things that are not necessary. If I walked in here, Walker, and and and, and I, I I look like trash, I know, but I love these Air Maxes I'm wearing right now. But if I walked in here and like, dude, my Air Maxes are killing your ones, and I gave you 20 reasons as to why, mm-hmm. how would that turn you off? Um, the fact that you said that your Air Maxes are better than my ones, the right? Ones are classic. But you'd be turned off by that. Huh. You'd make the choice to either debate with me. Or just let me say what I have to say. But in your heart of hearts, you're going to be like, yeah, we really talking about this? Am I right or am I right? Oh, you're right. It's the same thing LeVar, LeVar's doing. What are we really talking about? Like, all your sons playing for the Lakers? That's not going to happen. It's not. But we're really talking about it? Yeah. Why? And it's on Undisputed. It's on First Take. It's on ESPN. It's on the Tipping Point Podcast. And you know what, Walker? It's, it's I everywhere. I take the same energy and put, take a snapshot and upload to Instagram and ask my sneakerheads what they think. Who's killing now? And they'll all say ones, but still. 
I'm just especially the ones you wear. I'm not. Put, I'm not. I'm not put off by it. I'm, I'm not. That's just me. I'm not. I, I feel like his the two big because my thing is he corrects those two things. Big Baller Brand is still going strong. True. We agree from that standpoint. I just don't like the extra. Okay. And for me, being as extra as I am, that should mean something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. That fine. We're gonna agree to disagree. Yes, there. you and can, and you we can successfully. You did can that here. argue. You can argue that the extra and the dramatics have led to more enemies than allies. True. You can argue. And you can make a case for know, that. The That's thing, fine. The thing that I would say. I'm just saying, don't bother me. If I would give Lavar a pass on something to be extra about, be extra about your relationship with your wife. His relationship with his wife is beautiful. I've learned lessons from his relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't learn this. I saw their Facebook show. But, dude, his wife is suffering from some some type of physical ailment, right? Mm-hmm. But, dude, the love that this man has for her. Why don't you talk more about that? Mm. Talk, ab- talk about how this woman has to worry for nothing. Talk about how you are positioning yourself to get this woman the treatment that she needs. Talk about how... You still, even with all these struggles she's had, you still look her in the face daily and tell her how beautiful and how much she means to you every day. You can be extra when it comes to stuff like that. And you will get my okay. But people like Walker, black people like Walker, want to hear all the braggadocious stuff that nobody really cares about. Because it's like Kodak Black and you got to have bravado. Who cares about all that? You're what's wrong with black society. (laughs) It was. This was going so well. <laughs> this was going so well. Like I tried to get out of this. You was making. You was making great points about his wife, and bam, there. That's where. Good gosh. I, that's that's my that's my gripe with Lavar. So I want to hear it. Hmm? So I want to hear him. You do live it. for it, Walker. Listen to yourself. Play this back when you hear it. Listen to yourself. I said it's not put off. I'm not put you off by it. You salivate waiting for this stuff. You love it. You do too, obviously. Obviously, you do too. (laughs) You do too. Look at you. LaVar got that much of a rise out of you. Yeah, because it's unnecessary. You love it. You love it. That's why he did it. That's why he does it. He does it for people like me? Just like you. Get me out of here, Walker. (laughs) We should have trashed that. (laughs) Okay. Maybe we should have. Let's 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 close out. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed that discuss or trash segment, by the way. Good, good. I think so so it's here to stay. Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let's get to the shout outs and player of the week. We're gonna shout out people who've done something dope within the past week. Who you got, Gat? You want to go first, or I'm going first? Uh, you can go first. So, are you familiar with Benjamin Holmes? Oh goodness, how did that happen? trash go ahead walker i'm sorry um (laughs) so my shout out goes to birmingham native 18 year old benjamin holmes are you familiar with him no he is a student uh at woodlawn high school and as of now he will well 
who's to say how much he will finish with, but currently he has been awarded a total of $1.1 million in scholarships uh, to 31, and he has 31 college acceptance letters and counting. Unbelievable. He currently has he a 4.05 GPA and already has 52 college credits because he had enrolled into a local uh, community college, Lawson State. And UA, I think, yeah, he was in a dual enrollment program which allows students to take college courses at Lawson State and UAB with all expenses paid with books. This kid is killing it. Oh, yeah. He's got a nice start. Killing it. 31 options. Gee whiz. $1.1 million in scholarships. We talk a lot about how our young kids are out here doing stupid stuff. Let's shout out the ones who are out here killing the game, future leaders of America. My shout out, Mr. Benjamin Holmes. Nice. Um, my shout out goes to two men, Walker. Um, totally different. Totally different walks of life, really. Um, Mr. Clifford Williams, 76-year-old man, and um, Mr. Nathan Meyer, 61-year-old man. These two guys were recently <laughs> exonerated <laughs> of crimes committed over 40 years ago. So they were they were both convicted of murder, um, or excuse me, they were each convicted of murder uh, for two separate people. But um, we, we've done we've done kind of player of the week with similar energies before. But what's interesting to note about this is, after numerous attempts to get their case heard, these men, according to the article, went and educated themselves while in prison, and garnered a level of understanding that helped them shape the way that they were gonna proceed with them getting this case reopened of which what ultimately manifested in them being free. Right. So um, shout out to these guys, man, for being persistent. I'll be honest, Walker, if I'm behind bars at 76, um, even if, well, I don't know if I should say that, but I'm thinking even if I knew I did not do it, at 76, I'm probably starting the process of giving up. <laughs> you know? Right. I hate to say that. You, right. You've been in prison 40 years. It's like I've tried several times. It's not happening. You ain't going to Andy Dufresne your way out? Say what? You ain't going to Andy Dufresne your no, way out? No. <laughs> but um, shout out to these guys, man, for being persistent. And um, I reluctantly shout out the legal system for giving them uh, the capability of doing this. So, okay. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's get to the trash. Uh, player of the week. So am I going first? No. As we discussed before we went on air, I would go second. Did you forget? Okay. I just asked, am I going first? And I just told you. <laughs> My uh, player of the week goes out to Larry Stein. You may ask, who is Larry Stein, would you? Walker, who is Larry Stein? Oh, boy. So Larry Stein is an Oklahoma official... Um, actually, yeah, he's an Oklahoma official and he is the county assessor and based back in 2014, you were familiar with the whole situation that occurred in Ferguson, Missouri, Yeah, right? Yeah. Over the Mike Brown incident. 
And he posts on social media, there hasn't been this great of a racial divide in America since the 1850s. Congrats to the thugs and animals oh in God. Ferguson. Okay. Gee whiz. He did make he made another post as if that wasn't enough to go at uh, the black pe- black people. He went after uh, Muslims. No shirt, no shoes, or quote no shirts, no shoes, no service. Which Islamic halal restaurant can I go to oh and demand they cook a pig goodness. for me? He was on one that day. Of course, he took the post down, right? <laughs> But then he continued to defend his statements, right? Right. Now, one of the def- one of the fence that he he gave it was this: national radio talk show hosts and many others use the same word, talking about animals and thugs, to reference the lawless, Ferguson rioters and lawbreakers. Great thinkers have written. Without laws, men are just animals, Stein wrote in a statement to KFOR. I think it was a radio. I don't know what KFOR is. But uh, this type of lawless behavior is terrible, and the same term would apply to anyone who is lawlessly rioting and destroying personal property. It's the lack, it's, it's the lack of character, just as Dr. King warned. <laughs> Now, so this is kind of a teachable moment, right? Okay. So the teachable moment is for those who are not black, outside of the black community, who are critical about things that happen in the black community. Yeah. And selectively chooses to use statements or selectively chooses to refer to Dr. King when it fits your narrative or what you're trying to say. Mm, okay. okay. What's frustrating about this to me, Gatchery, is that many people seem to forget because now Dr. Martin Luther King is this great man, right? He's this great, humble, peaceful man, right? Right. Many people feel forget that this man was assassinated that he was considered an enemy of the United States government at one point because he was the exact opposite of this peaceful narrative <laughs> you're trying to advocate that Dr. King was all about right back then he was nothing but the opposite of he was the antagonist of peaceful right sure all because he attempted to deal with the status quo, right? Right. So when we start using these quotes, let's use the totality of Dr. Martin Luther King's statements. Here's a statement that I remember Dr. Martin Luther King making. An injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Mm. So if now you want to selectively refer to Dr. Martin Luther King, let's talk about those statements he made. If there's an injustice, and if people perceive that there's an injustice in Ferguson, Missouri, shouldn't that raise your attention if you care about justice everywhere? Come on. Come on. Or are we just going to refer to Dr. Martin Luther King being peaceful only when it comes to the oppressed? Mm. Right? Yeah. In other words, you want them to be peaceful and shut up about their oppression and injustice. 
using Dr. Martin Luther King's character. Right? Mm. Now, here's another statement that Dr. Martin Luther King, since we want to talk about Dr. Martin Luther King, okay. right? Yeah. They brought him up, right? Okay. <laughs> here's a statement from Dr. Martin Luther King that he said, law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice. And when they fail in this purpose, they become the dangerously structured dams that block the flow of social progress. So when law and order fails us as citizens, what do we do? Now, I don't agree with rioting, but Dr. Martin Luther King, quoting him again, he said that, and it may have been him, but he said that rioting is the voice of the unheard. He never agreed with it, and neither do I. But he explained it. But he explained, there's, he understands why people riot. He understood that. There's a compassion that comes from, even though I don't agree with what you're doing, I understand where you're coming from. I am in a system that is failing me constantly, and to put a bow on it has given me the middle finger. Mm-hmm. So this is my way of rebelling and revolting against the system. Oh, I'm not supposed to trash this property? Watch me. All right. You're not going to do right? I'm not going to do right. Mm. Right? Right. So to those of us, those who want to invoke Dr. Martin Luther King when it fix your narrative, keep the same energy and use the totality of what Dr. Martin Luther King well, stood there's, there's for. There's no fun in that, Walker. Of course it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> because if you use the totality of what that man stood for, you would be, you would be very silent in these moments when there's civil unrest. Absolutely. Because you, like Dr. Martin Luther King, would sympathize and understand why they feel the way that they feel. Yes, sir. So, to Larry Stein and to those who like to use Martin Luther King when it's convenient for them, here at the tipping point, we have an extra chair for you. <laughs> have a seat and take this Player of the Week award. Wow. He's a frequent flyer here, isn't he? I think so. I think so. (laughs) For him, we got a first class. (laughs) Let's put him in the back with the blacks. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. What you got? In us on a humorous note. Okay. Walker, my player of the week is just plain right dumb. (laughs) Okay. All right. Walker, your, your favorite restaurant. Go. Connors. Connors. Okay, we just talked about Connors. Yeah, we did. Okay, you you're a fan of Connors. Absolutely. Um, I feel like this is about to be real stupid. Yes. But go ahead. Yes. Let's just be hypothetical here. Okay. Let's say you're you're such a fan of Connors. You decide. You know what? I'm gonna apply to work here because I love this place so much. Right. You don't get hired. So you're like, no, no, I want to be a part of this. I'm going to be a part of this, right? Mm -hmm. So you go in and dine and you assess the uniforms of those working there. (laughs) So you then go and find a similar uniform, put it on, and you show up for work. (laughs) Right? Air quotes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) here you are. You've taken matters to your own hand to do something you want to do, right? Okay. But here's where it gets sketchy. Oh, it's not. It was. That's sketchy. not sketchy enough. No. Okay. Um, you decide that midway through this decision you've made that 
you could monetize off of this. <laughs> the debauchery as I like to call it. <laughs> so the tips you get from waiting tables <laughs> go right to your pocket. <laughs> so he's waiting tables. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let, let me let finish. Me just, please, okay. please, please, please. I just I want you to start on. with that example. The visual I'm getting is nuts. Okay. Go, ahead. Go ahead. Walker, I bring to you Mr. Tyrone Hamburg. <laughs> I'm not making up that last name. Of New Orleans, Louisiana. Tyrone is a big fan of one of your favorite restaurants, Waffle House. <laughs> but Tyrone is sketch. Right, and I hate that his first name is Tyrone, but it, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Tyrone says, you know what? I come here late at night to where most people don't even know what's going on. I'm going to go to the thrift store, which I didn't think thrift stores could sell this, but thrift store, find a Waffle House uniform, wear it, and show up for work. But my intentions aren't good. My sole purpose... Hmm? I don't know how long it took him to find it. Right. My sole purpose here is to con people out of their money. Did the report say it was from from a thrift yeah. store? Yeah, that was the report I, I pulled up. Yeah. I would have got, like, got off like eBay or something like that. Yeah, but in, 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 anyway, yeah. any rate, he found He it. found one. And he shows up for work <clears throat> with the intent of illegally taking money directly from people. Because I don't know if you've been in Waffle House, but a lot of people paying cash. Sure. All right. Just leave the cash on the table. Boom. They're done. They're out of there. Hamburg's walking around taking all this cash from food and tips and everything to the point of, I think, about 400 bucks. So how long was he in the Waffle House? He, he worked the whole shift. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? The next day, the manager of that Waffle House, the shift manager, thinks, huh, I don't remember that guy being on staff here. Let's run back the cameras. <laughs> of which authorities were alerted. At, at, actually, as of the time of the article, Hamburg was still on the loose. They still hadn't found this guy. <laughs> for all I know, Walker, he could be dressing up in uniform as a cop standing right beside the guys looking for him. <laughs> I know, right? So who's player of the week? <laughs> I was going to say Tyrone, but it really could be Waffle House. I'm going with Waffle House here. <laughs> how do you? How does he work a whole shift? I don't and no one's and the just wiser. just walk up and just like, hey guys. No one's the wiser. Hey. I don't know. Hey. I, Hamburg might get a, need a shout out. I've, <laughs> I've been called him Hamburg. <laughs> he I've might a, need a shout out. That's, I've been to Waffle House that's, late at night. That's swag. That is. <laughs> I've been to Waffle House late at night and I understand most people are out of it, but as an employee and more so a shift manager, you should be in it enough to know who your staff is. That's swag. So yeah, let me reshape that. He is not player Waffle of the House week. is the player of the week. They are. I. I. My. I nominate them. Come get this award. <laughs> Come get this award. Jeez. Anyway, I, as as I was searching for candidates, <laughs> I came across this article. I said, "No, this is it." <laughs> so Tyrone, um, we got we got one of our favorites, Mr. Stein, uh, sitting here with us. We got a chair sitting right next to him. You're more than welcome to have a seat. So you giving it to him too? Yeah, because his intentions weren't good. And I can't offer one seat to all of Waffle House anyway. Yeah, his intentions were not good. Maybe I had the name of the shift manager, maybe. but Fam. But he didn't play himself. He played Waffle House. That's true. That's true. 
Waffle House played themselves. Okay, so we'll give it to the shift manager. Oh, yeah. And they know who they are, because I'm sure they listen to us. I mean, we're naturally syndicated for Pete's sake. I'm not going to have tell them to have, Well, I guess you can tell them to have a seat. but we I just gonna... don't like when people go out of their way to con people out of money. But he's not conning people. They got their food. He's conning... He's playing... Okay, okay. Yeah. And according to you, Waffle House is the enemy anyway. <sighs> enemy is such a strong term. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, That's funny. Yeah, Waffle That's House hilarious. shift manager at random New Orleans Waffle House. You're my player of the week. Hilarious. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you got anything else, man? I would like to shout out one other person, okay. Walker. And I thought about this a few minutes ago, but at being in a podcast space, you such as myself, we consume other podcasts. But there's one of note called Convicted Conversations. I heard about this on Sway in the Morning. But the guy, and I'm looking for his name, and forgive me, but I can't, I can't find his name on here. And I subscribe to this podcast. But the guy that runs it is a convicted felon who's uh, who did his time and was released. But and he lives in Florida. In whatever county he lives in, in Florida, <clears throat> he noticed that there are a lot of services that convicted felons do no longer get outside of voting. Mm-hmm. Um, that he just felt like he needed a platform to speak on. So he starts his podcast and um, he gives his story. But what's impactful, I think, is he invites other freed convicts to come on the podcast and share their stories. What's transpired from this Walker is this man, this man's movement has given him essentially a stage with the legal system in his county to change some of these laws that prevent convicts from getting certain services. Oh, dope. I think it's amazing. Yeah. But anyway, I just had to shout, shout, shout him out. I'm going to find his name and then give him a proper shout out on social media. But yeah. Okay. Okay. But, cool. you know, we're, 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 we're in the podcast family now. He's got a really impactful podcast. It's something that I didn't think that highly of, but I found myself listening to episode after episode. So anyway, dope wow. movement. Yeah. Wow, that that is amazing. Um, anything else? That's I'm, all I got, I'm man. Good. I'm good too. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we pray you have a great, productive week. Be safe out there, and see you next week. <laughs>